Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Believe in the Zags. Uh, Sorry, no J-pop intro for this one. Didn't feel right. Uh, Relatively serious podcast. Nobody, Nobody died. So... I mean, I guess it's not that serious. It's superficial serious. Uh, Zags handled business last night at home against St. Mary's. We'll break that down uh, next week. Speaking of next week, hey, we got games. Games are cool. Uh, Santa Clara next Thursday, LMU Saturday at home. So a nice little uh, regular season extended. We were sure Mark Few wasn't going to just not play for a month. Um, And he's not. So great news. We weren't going to do an episode today, but I felt obligated uh, to respond to an article that was released on Deadspin by Karan Phillips. The article is called, Gonzaga and Baylor are undefeated and nobody cares. Now on the surface level, I agree wholeheartedly with that sentiment. (laughs) It's a sentence that makes sense to me. Gonzaga and Baylor are the two best teams by a mile in college basketball, and nobody cares, and rightfully so. I'll put my hand in the air. I watch maybe an hour of sports a night. I watch probably, ask any of my close friends, four and a half to five hours of cable news a day right now. And then on top of that, you know, another four and a half, five hours of a streaming service. My media intake is disgusting. It's gross. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now, and uh, I, I I can't get enough. It's a bad habit. I need to get outside more. I realize that. But you know what? The first step in solving a problem is recognizing that you have one, folks. Um. So yeah, I, nobody cares about college basketball until the tournament. I totally get that. I also, you've heard me on the show before. I also roll my eyes when diehard Zag fans get upset when we get slighted in the media, when we lose a couple of first place votes to Baylor. That stuff doesn't really bother me because it doesn't really matter. And, you know, what ultimately matters in this sport is what we do or don't do in March and hopefully April. So I get that. So I usually don't get too upset with uh, publications that come out. This one, when you read into it on Deadspin, uh, pissed me off because it's arrogant, ignorant, irresponsible, just downright lazy. It's a lazy argument as to why Gonzaga and Baylor are a top of the sport. And I think it's important to address because this isn't just Quran. I'm not attacking Quran. This is a toxic mindset that all casual sports fans, for the most part, a lot of casual sports fans have towards a team like Gonzaga actually doing well and potentially, you know, being wire to wire the best team in the nation. So I'm going to talk about it because as I mentioned, it fired me up. But if you think I'm not doing ads, you're dumb. I want to take a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. 
I've never used cop as a, as a verb before till now. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Boy, oh boy, I mentioned the Zags win last night against St. Mary's. We're going to dive deeper, of course, next week. But yes, the Zags covered. Zags covered barely up huge after the first half. And then, of course, they flirted with the line towards the end. Matthew Lang, you're a hero. If you bet the Zags last night, uh, minus 20 and a half, you're a winner. Uh, football might be over, but NBA, college hoops, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. BetOnline for the ladies. That you know what? That was that was chauvinistic for the guys and ladies who are into award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Because guess what? I am too. And you can bet on those things. BetOnline.ag. Head to our website. Use the mobile device or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experience. Hey, fellas. I guess this one is just for the fellas. No chauvinism here, at least not on my part. Hey, fellas. We're in the thick of winter and a storm's a brewing. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Again, the underwear, game changer. Just got my underwear. It looks like compression shorts, acts like a, a blanket around my, my southern hemisphere. It's good stuff. Also, can't stop singing the praises of the weed whacker for the nose hair. Oh my goodness gracious. Get to manscaped.com today. Use code ZAGS, Z-A-G-S. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code ZAGS, Z-A-G-S. That's Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped, for making our winter wieners look so good. I'm not making that up. That's in the copy. Brilliance. Okay. So this article written by Cron Phillips is available now in Deadspin. It dropped Thursday afternoon around one o'clock. Uh, as I mentioned, I read it and I kind of rolled my eyes. And then I had a good buddy of mine send it to me and was like, I'm so tired of this. And that kind of unlocked something because you hear the same arguments over and over year in and year out, the same tired arguments as to, Hey, Gonzaga is good, but come on. They're not, they're not Duke. They're not Kentucky. They're not Kansas. So yeah, you guys enjoy your little run. Sure. But when it, when it comes to the tournament, when it comes go time, you you guys aren't actually going to do anything. Um, and that's what this article is. And I figured if if I have that feeling, if my buddy has that feeling, a lot of you have that feeling. And I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of it. So again, this isn't attacking Karan Phillips independently. I know that a lot of people have his opinion. Uh, for all I know, he's a good dude. We invited him on the podcast, Rob and I. He ghosted us. That's fine. Uh, I just I want to be clear that when I attack him a little bit, I would have much preferred to have him on the pod, and it would have been, I think, more of a fruitful conversation rather than something negative. I'm in. By the way, I'm into fruitful conversations. I'm into positive conversations as of late. But that's Jack after hours business. 
It's also Deadspin. That's an important caveat to have on this. For those of you who don't know about Deadspin, it's not Sports Illustrated. It's not the New York Times. It's much looser internet journalism. And I mean that in the best way possible. Deadspin arose, oh, like 15, 10, 15 years ago. And it made a lot of stars out of its writers because of its uh, irreverent approach to to sports coverage. Now they do do some serious stuff. They do do some hard news. But for the most part, it's, you know, 400, 500 word blogs like this one that uh, have a little bit of facts and most part opinion. To give you an idea when it comes to like actual journalism, journalism, Barstool is a rung or two below Deadspin. Again, I am a fan and I advocate for loose, fun journalism. Speaking of, I'm trying to lock down a Spokane ghost expert for the next couple of weeks. So maybe I can crowdsource this. If you know of a Spokane ghost expert who can come on and tell spooky Spokane stories, DM me immediately. I've been trying to track down this one guy. I don't want to say his name just in case you know him. Uh, But uh, he's been ghosting me too. Whoa. 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 Okay, so we all saw this coming. We all knew Gonzaga was going to be really good this year, but in the back of our minds, I think we all thought, watch us win the national championship, and everyone's like, yeah, but COVID. It's already starting. This article is pretty much saying, hey, if the Zags win, great, but, you know, COVID. Um, and so I want to do everything I can to to squash that argument before we even get to Selection Sunday. This article, as I mentioned, about 400, 450 words. I encourage you to go on and read it. Uh, deadspin.com. Give the guy clicks. I don't care. Deadspin.com. It uh, dropped yesterday. Again, it's called Gonzaga and Baylor are undefeated and nobody cares. Oh, by the way, I'm pretty much going to read the whole article anyway. because <laughs> I thought about how to attack this article and I figured the best way is just read it to you verbatim and uh, make my, my counterpoints accordingly. So you don't even have to read it. I'm going to read it too. Okay. It starts like this. If you want to understand just how crazy, uneventful, and weird this college basketball season has been, just look at the top of the rankings. Gonzaga, a program that only has one Final Four appearance on its resume, and Baylor, a school that's known more for women's basketball and its football program's alleged rapey history, are the two best teams in the country by a country mile as they're both undefeated with a combined 37-0 record. He then has this little caveat because it came out yesterday. This was written before Gonzaga's Thursday night game against St. Mary's, but they're going to win, so we might as well make that 38-0. Okay, fact check number one. They were 38-0 when he wrote this article. They're now 39-0. In fact, they were 38-0 for the six days leading up to this article. But, you know, numbers, numbers are tough. Uh... I get that this isn't a Baylor podcast, but I'm going to just lightly touch on the alleged rapey history comment. Now you that that's kind of dead spin. It's it's irreverent. It's supposed to be irreverent. That's that's like their calling card. That's their brand. With that said, listen, what Art Briles did and was doing for years and years at Baylor at the beginning beginning and uh, early part of last decade is 
awful. There's not a word bad enough to describe what was going on in that program. If you don't know, check it out. It's it's terrible. Art Bryles should be in jail. But to attach that, that awful, awful history of the program, the football program, to a group of 18 to 22-year-old basketball players in Waco is unfair. But again, that's kind of dead spinny. That's that's kind of what they do. It's supposed to be not taken too seriously. Okay, fact check number two. Is it weird that Gonzaga and Baylor are atop the standings? It is if you're not paying attention to the sport. Last year, for virtually the entire season, both programs were up there. Zag spent 13 weeks at either one or, one or two. Baylor was up there for five weeks. Kansas was also up there for five weeks. And in fact, if you remember from mid-December all the way through the end of the year, either the Zags, Baylor, or Kansas were number one in the country. So I don't know how weird it is that Zags and Baylor are up there. But hey, moving on. Head coaches Mark Few of Gonzaga and Scott Drew of Baylor. I just put together that Few and Drew rhyme. That's fun. Head coaches Few and Drew are on a uh, collision course to meet in the national championship game as both coaches and their programs are trying to win their first title. The Bulldogs have never been able to get over the hump with 22 tournament appearances since 1995, including four lead eights and one final four. The Bears have made seven tournament appearances during that same time frame with two elite eights as they haven't played in a national title game since 1948. Now that, my friends, is called regurgitating Wikipedia onto a keyboard and passing it off like a hard day's worth of old-fashioned journalism. Dude went to Wikipedia, read our tournament history, read Baylor's history, and tried to draw it up in a way that was negative. Fact check-ish, he's not counting last year, uh, so that would be 23 tournament appearances in 26 years for Gonzaga, 22 straight since 1999, and oh, by the way, we're the only team to appear in the last five sweet 16s. And to use to use the phrase, we haven't gone over the hump, we haven't gotten over the hump, is so demeaning and so derogatory before spewing off stats that are largely incredibly impressive. We haven't gotten over the hump to win a national championship despite being as close as any program over the last 20 years to winning a national championship. So I don't want to, yes, we haven't won a national championship, but to say we haven't gotten over the hump makes it feel like we have been largely disappointing in March and April, which just isn't the case. Zags have 15 tournament wins in the last five years. Guess where that ranks? But it's weird to see us at that number one spot. What a crazy, uneventful season. By the way, for him to use crazy and uneventful to describe the same thing, crazy and uneventful are adjectives. They're also antonyms. They mean different things. How can one thing be crazy and uneventful? Sorry, that's I'm getting inside my own head. What a crazy, uneventful season. Thanks, Cron Phillips. Moving on, back to the article. So before the Baylor and Gonzaga fans get all upset about being disrespected, by the way, that's exactly what you say before you say something very disrespectful, understand that casual college basketball fans only pay attention to this sport in March, and you all are far from the blue blood programs they've been accustomed to for decades. 
That's the best point he makes in the entire 400 words, 450 words. It's condescending, yeah. Hey, before you guys get upset, understand this. Uh, that's, I mean, that's bullshit. But it's it's true. It's what I said at the top of this podcast. Casual sports fans, even a lot of college basketball fans don't care until March. That's just, that's what this sport is. That's fine. In a name recognition contest, we're not up there. Okay? And if that, I'll get to this towards the end, but if that is the point of this entire article, I have no problems with that. It's weird not to see a Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky up in the top five. I Correct. Correct. If we, if we continue down this road, I'd have no issues. But from here, he gets disrespectful. Moving on to the disrespectful part. On paper, Gonzaga and Baylor look amazing. And when you watch them on TV, they look even better. However... Due to COVID, the only regular season matchup between the two teams was postponed in December and doesn't look as if it will be rescheduled. Gonzaga has had seven games postponed or canceled this season, leading them to only face four ranked opponents this year. Baylor has already had 10 games canceled or postponed and isn't even playing right now due to COVID as it won't take the floor again until next Tuesday. As of now, it has, will play at least six ranked teams during the regular season. It's as if the two teams that have benefited the most from Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan State all having down years are also the same two teams that have dealt with two of the longer shutdowns due to COVID. That last sentence, I'll read it one more time. Listen to this. It's as if the two teams that have benefited the most from Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan State all having down years are also the same two teams that have dealt with two of the longer shutdowns due to COVID. Cron Phillips is asserting that the only reason Gonzaga and Baylor are where they are is because the varsity teams are having a down year and COVID. That assertion is lazy, arrogant, irresponsible bullshit. A lot to unpack with that last paragraph. Let's start at the top. What do you say? Here's how it goes. On paper, Gonzaga and Baylor look amazing. And when you watch them on TV, they look even better. Now, something tells me Karan hasn't watched any Gonzaga and Baylor on TV. If he's watched more than a couple of possessions, I don't think he writes this article. I don't think he has this opinion. Watching Gonzaga and Baylor, then watching any other college hoops game is like watching a Hamilton production on Broadway, then watching your kid's high school production of Hamilton. That's pretty much an objective fact. You all know it. Last night, Okay, I was watching Zag St. Mary's and then I had a little bit of money on the Duckies last night, betonline.eg. I had money on uh, the Ducks taking on Colorado. And those are two of the better teams in the Pac-12. And it was, I mean, it was constipated basketball. I, I, I get that I'm spoiled. I get that I'm biased, but it was. Moving on. However, the, okay, here, I sorry, I have to, he says, he says, however, 
Due to COVID, the only regular season matchup between the two teams was postponed in December and doesn't look as if it will be rescheduled. Now, usually when you use the word however, when you're writing, it's followed by a point that modifies or contradicts the previous point. Okay, so they didn't play due to COVID. And that's a strike against them. You, they, The previous sentence, he was talking about how great they are on paper, how great they are on TV. Then he says, but... They didn't play due to COVID. So that's 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 a strike against them. I don't understand what point he's trying to make there, but he makes it like it's a like it's a rock. Like we're supposed to go, oh, well, they didn't play. What are they scared of each other? That, you know what I mean? I don't understand. Moving on. Gonzaga has had seven games postponed or canceled this season, leading to them only facing four ranked opponents this year. Baylor has already had 10 games canceled or postponed and isn't even playing right now due to COVID. Can you believe the gall on Baylor not playing right now due to COVID? As of now, Baylor will play at least six ranked teams during the regular season. Okay. Again, Karan, good job pulling up the ESPN game log for Gonzaga and counting seven canceled or postponed games, one of which was against Baylor. That's, that's phenomenal journalism. Good work. What you forget to mention is that in the COVID chaos, they also scheduled Virginia on four days notice and dropped 98, the most points Tony Bennett has ever given up during his tenure at Virginia. It's been a pretty good tenure, by the way. Virginia, oh, by the way, is about to win the ACC. Did that not show up on the Zags Wikipedia page? I guess that was beyond your research powers here. Correct. You nailed it. Zags have played four ranked teams. You know who else has only played four ranked teams only? Like it's a slide against the program. Duke and North Carolina only played four ranked teams. Kentucky has six. Back to the crazy schedule. I think if anything, that's a check in the Zag column. Sean Farnham was on this show two weeks ago. He said Mark Few saved college basketball for his aggressive scheduling. And thinking outside of the box when it comes to filling these games on on short notice. But Karan probably watches more college hoops than, than Sean Farnham. Karan probably knows better. He also knocks Baylor for having a huge gap in their schedule right now. And again, I, I have to defend Baylor here. Dude, taking a month off in any sport is a severe disadvantage. Especially in college hoops. Especially when there's 18 to 22 year olds on the floor. You think Drew and his staff are high-fiving, thinking, hell yeah. Hell yeah, we don't get to play a game in February. This is sweet. We just get to cruise. That might be the worst take of the whole article. In an article filled with objectively wrong takes. That Baylor is benefiting from getting to sit out all of February. And I say I'm using getting to intentionally. Because in Quran eyes, it's an advantage. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I have water here. Let me drink it. What if that wasn't water? It is. Moving on. It's as if the two teams that have benefited the most from Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan State all having down years are also the same two teams that have dealt with two of the longer shutdowns due to COVID. That reads if 
If Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan State were all playing at the level of Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Michigan State, the Zags would be in their rightful place in the sport. 16 or 17 in the country, jockeying for maybe a four seed, probably a five or a six. That's, that's, that's what he's saying. A program like Gonzaga would never have a, a shot at a title in any of the, the normal years. Hell, they couldn't take the floor with any of those programs in any normal year. Last time we played Duke, they had Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett. They were undefeated and number one in the country. Is that the Duke standard we're looking for, Karan? Is that good enough? Zags were able to win that one. It was in Honolulu, though. So Honolulu, long way away from North Carolina. You know, jet lag. Mai Tais. That's an asterisk, right? Yeah. Beat North Carolina last year, 94-81. It dropped 100 on number six, Kansas, four months ago. But boy, oh boy, we are lucky the big dogs are down. Boy, are we lucky. The article finishes like this. March will be a weird month featuring a weird tournament that will have some very weird seating. As Gonzaga and Kentucky, excuse me, as Duke and Kentucky are on the outside of the tournament bubble looking in while Gonzaga and Baylor sit atop the mountain. If you think Gonzaga and Baylor having top seeds is weird, you haven't watched a possession of college basketball over the last five years or even looked at a tournament bracket. Moving on. And just to prove how weird March Madness will be, the NT2A has decided to change the days the tournament will be played on. Then he copies and pastes the uh, the tournament schedule. And that's the end of the, end of the article. Blog. It's hardly an article. I just read the whole thing. Um, all right. As I mentioned, if you want to make this about how the blue bloods are having an off year, great. If you want to make it some sort of like, Hey, look at this. There's a changing of the guard. Fine. If you want to take a bird's eye snapshot of how crazy the, the, the sport is in general right now, no problem with that. But he draws up a narrative out of nowhere that there's a vacuum of power at the top of the sport and Gonzaga and Baylor we're lucky to be the next two in line. The only reason, again, the only reason the Zags and Baylor are where they're at is because the good teams are bad and COVID. The arrogance of this article, like, hey guys, good work, but we all know what why you're really where you're at. Hey, great season. You know you wouldn't be here if, you know, if the varsity was ready to rock. Cron Phillips feels like just because there isn't a couple of the six recognizable top programs in the history of the sport that we need an explanation. Cron, if you've been watching college basketball, there's no explanation needed. Gonzaga and Baylor are historically good. Okay. That's not, I'm, if that's threatening to you, that's your problem. Here's what I think happened. And I, I'm trying to give Cron an out here. Because I've been on Karan's side of, of this hypothetical that I'm tossing out. I think the powers that be a dead spin maybe tossed out an email to everyone and said, hey, we're a little light on college hoops. Can any, anyone give us 400, 450 words on, on college hoops? And Karan was like, sure, I know hoops. Let me see here. Um, okay, Gonzaga Baylor up top. Ooh, Gonzaga Baylor. 
Oh, only one final four for either program in the last 80 years. Okay, cool. Copy and paste that. Oh, the schedule's different too. Oh, man. Duke and Kentucky are out. Well, that's why. Okay. Bing, bang, boom. Um, insert rape joke and publish. Nailed it. I invite Karan Phillips on because I'm sure he's a good guy. He writes a lot about NBA. It's it's evident he doesn't watch a lot of college hoops because he wouldn't have this just uninformed opinion about the the state of college hoops. And again, it's like he thinks and you're going to encounter, maybe not in Spokane. Well, there's, there's definitely Spokane Zag haters. But you're going to encounter your friends who are sports fans who look atop the standings and they're like, well, yeah, Gonzaga and Baylor are great, but okay. It makes sense. They're great because none of the traditionally great teams are good this year. And that is total bullshit. It's bullshit because a, it's not true. B because it's discounting everything that Mark few and his staff have been doing in Spokane for the last 20 years. It's putting an asterisk by it. We don't need your explanation as to why Gonzaga is where they're at. And if you do want to write an article, do more than dialing up Wikipedia. Do more than dialing up the ESPN game log. Maybe make a call. That might be asking too much, though. Is is it asking too much for you to respond to my Twitter direct message so we can have you on, though? I feel like that's fair. We're just asking for like 15, 20 minutes, which unfortunately is probably going to be more time than you spent researching your blog. From the corner, and it's over! Gonzaga, the flipper still fits! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.